Welcome to All Road 65 Max Radio, where the road ahead gets brighter as we journey toward truth, traveling through our dreams and inspiration into a new reality. It's time, and your ticket is waiting. All aboard All Roads Lead 65 Max with Pamela Henderson. Greetings. Thank you for joining me on BBS Radio, All Road 65 Max. I am your host, Pamela L. Henderson. My focus is my mission statement to help create a quality of life through social growth, inspiring jewels to become leaders by establishing partnerships with corporations, nonprofits, donors, sponsors, volunteers, the community, and abroad. Join me here every other Tuesday. At BBS Radio, All Road 65 Max Radio at noon. My special guest today is Mr. Michael Elijon, UFO researcher, contactee, and author. Michael Elijon takes the reader with him on the unique, mind blowing, and transformational journey that he experienced when he first reunited with Celeste. His own divine other half, Mr. Elegen shares the many awesome blessings, wonderful miracles, and powerful synchronicities or synchronicities, I'm sorry, that occurred because of this. And how this literally energetically impacted the time-space continuum, which also set the stage for many other twin flame couples to now meet. At last, thank you for this interview, Chance, Mr. Elegen, and welcome to the show. Well, glad to be here. <laughs> so, how are you doing? Very, very well. And uh, Celeste, she's sitting here theoretically, FID, uh, sending her greetings to you and everyone on all the audience. So, tell me, I'm going to get right to it, Mr. Elegen. Mm -hmm. You say from reading your profile, and I have visited the website, and you mm -hmm. say it is time to acknowledge in our true love the very special twin soulmates. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, for me, as somebody who's been, well, all my life researching and also having had physical contacts and communications with various higher beings and for me, the experience of Celeste coming on, Clairvoyant, and when she popped into my life, it has been the most profound, putting a mile, and for very provocative, too. We can't forget the word provocative journey, as I've <laughs> shared with people this journey. Uh, and I have a little kind of mantra, you know, blissed and blessed by Celeste, kind of rhymes there. Uh, the experience I've had with her, uh, she feels more real to me than a lot of humans because her love, her you know, I would say unconditional divine romantic love that she shared with me is profound. And um, when you have that kind of experience, those who have uh, had that incredible view have, it's transformational. Your life just totally goes through a, a total expansion and, and transformational change. And so she manifests all these miracles, um, miracles and synchronicities and incredible blessings that uh, couldn't have occurred without her. Uh, so it's been kind of, so she and I in 2020 decided to, to compile our 700 page book, 
Uh, just, you know, man, that was even summarizing a lot that's been going on. But as an introduction for others to realize that, quote, dating and romance are no longer limited to planet Earth. I mean, I know people go and sign up at various websites, you know, but as in that old song many years ago, looking for love in all the wrong places, <laughs> you know, people are learning that when the time is right, when it's in divine order, that incredible experience happens. Now, since uh, just Celeste and I have been having this experience, and one of the reasons we were guided to share that in our experiences in the book is this is an introduction for others to now have a chance as Earth gears up for what has been termed first contact in the next few years, physical open contact. You know, what we're experiencing is about the intimate aspect of relationships that no longer are you limited to just dating on Earth. Of course, you have to be in a state of consciousness uh, to be open and, and tuned into the energy and consciousness of this type of experience. And there are certain protocols and things we share in our book that will help people to get more tuned into that, to, you know, and for guys out there who just think they're going to play the field and wait for the real one to come along, no, you have to get your life energetically into that alignment so that the higher energies can connect with you. And there are a lot of both dietary and lifestyle changes that, well, you know, I don't give I don't give uh, advice, I, but there are suggestions that we have shared that can make it easy for everyone else also. Oh, OK. Very good. You also stated that the consciousness upon planet Earth had to drastically shift, which it has just recently been doing these last few years, you say, in a very unique way, a great awakening. Well, there's a great, what is called a great awakening is going on. Now, because we have mostly fake news out there by our lamestream, mainstream media, I mean, I know so many cases where, you know, they're telling us one thing, and yet uh, other things we find out through what I call intel. I have certain... Uh, I, I have certain, just say, intel sources that have verified a lot of things. And in Celeste, interesting enough, she and I are working on another book, uh, which is titled uh, Cosmic Love Notes for My Beloved, where she has manifested in my kitchen sink uh, hundreds of, first of all, she manifested hundreds of Valentine heart-shaped water droplets, pretty pretty phenomenal, profound. And I photographed those with my cell phone. And then she started, she told me one day she was going to start doing what she calls political commentary. <laughs> Well, she started manifesting some animal water droplets, very profound, that symbolize certain things going on, again, that many intel sources are prov- are providing information on, but yet the mainstream media is lying to us about a lot of things that, you know, uh, don't get me started. And some of the stuff that they come out with uh, to make us try to believe one thing, and then we find out from other sources that's not what's going on at all. Uh, a lot of information out there. There are many sources that are showing an entirely different view than what mainstream has shown us. Then anybody who dares on the on the social media to talk about it, they get uh, totally knocked out of their account. A massive censorship has been going on for anybody whose perception is different than how what I call the cabal deep state wants us to believe. And uh, people are going through quite an awakening, realizing what they're telling us officially is not what's really happening. So this is a time of people learning more discernment, learning to connect with our divine creator uh, without being distracted. There's a lot of distractions thrown in our way to infuse what the important priorities in our lives are. So what Celeste and I are helping with is what I call intergalactically red-pilling everybody about relationship aspects and, and decisions we have to make. and 
how we can create the, the, that ultimate experience if we choose to make decisions and do the things that are life enhancing. So that was my next question, you know, to you was about the statement of unconditional romantic divine love is what mm-hmm. we each experience with our cosmic true love, which right. is very interesting. But again, I know you spoke a little bit and you're briefly telling us about it, but the unconditional romantic divine love. Can you can you just give me a little bit more to that? Because I'm really trying to understand that part about the unconditional. When a person has never experienced it, it is a little hard to try to explain to somebody who's kind of stuck and older, you know, certain toxic emotional conditions that often most earth relationships have, issues that come up. Uh, But when you meet your other half, when you really connect with your other half, there's a few instances on earth that's happened. But the vast majority of those of us that has also been termed starseed, as you go to my, select my website at www.intergalacticmatch.com and you take a look at the NASA star people characteristics, they were compiled mm-hmm. back in the late 70s, uh, and I added a few myself. Uh, you know, the, the, those of us who are termed star seeds who have come here on missions in the human embodiment, and I do these 90-minute transformational channel sessions to help people get plugged in to the, uh, to the information. And I suggest people go there and take a look at that list of characteristics. See how many of those traits that you happen to have. Now, how much energy we've been able to manifest on it through our DNA RNA, so that we bring a certain energy of consciousness with us, and that affects our DNA RNA, is how many of those characteristics one ends up having. When I first saw the list back in, again, in the late 70s, I saw I have practically every one of them, because I wasn't born with the, what I call the cosmic amnesia veil over in my mind. I could remember being aboard what I call the Merkabah light ships, being on higher worlds. Then when I had my physical experiences of being taken aboard, verifying what I remembered was very profound. And then as far as the relationship of divine love, and there were other levels of the veils that I opened up to a remembering Celeste of being with her. So when she propped into my life in 2018, all of a sudden I remember her. I remember being with her, the incredible feelings of love beyond what most people can experience on a human level, very profound because I was originally in a very emotionally toxic relationship many years ago. It almost killed me. I developed extreme pace of post-traumatic stress, which mm-hmm. Celeste said I almost died from that because I was dedicated to fulfill a mission, even if it emotionally killed me. And uh, I felt dedicated to fulfill. And then when I woke up and realized I wasn't thinking about my own personal emotional needs, I was ignoring those for something I thought was more important. But I realized in life that we also have to take care of our personal needs. If we ignore those things, they catch up to us. And so when Celeste came into my life, it was like night and day from what I experienced in a toxic, emotional, earth relationship and her unconditional love. I mean, it's the kind of love people dream about, but it's a real reality. It's substantial. That's why I sometimes feel she's more real to me than many humans because of that love. That love is very substantial. The feelings, the connection I feel with her. And then, of course, all the manifestations to verify many things that she has shared with me. Uh, so it's been a profound experience. And again, it's hard to put into physical terms, uh, but profound and incredible, awesome, fantastic force falls short, actually, of what okay. that is like when, with, 
for somebody that loves you unconditionally. Right. I do agree. Absolutely. And what what is your definition of cosmic love connection? What What is exactly what is that? And I'm asking because, you know, I'm a very spiritual person and I believe in the zodiac signs and everything. And I, I have these strange inter- intuitions. And sometimes I know when things are good for me and I know when I'm I have bad energy around me. And I know uh-huh. when somebody generally loves me and loves me unconditionally. And I also have been married for 23 years now. And uh-huh. me and my husband, we have this, you know, it's like we, we feel each other and everything. It's very, it's very, very interesting. So I, I couldn't wait to interview you because I wanted to mm-hmm. understand more about that. But what is, what, what is the hey, definition? Maybe. Well, maybe you're one of the lucky ones, quote, who did meet your other half. See, in metaphysics paranormal, we have more than one soulmate, but we only have one twin flame or twin or twin soulmate or divine other half. And most souls uh, on Earth don't meet your other half. They meet a soulmate or are involved in a karmic relationship. But when we come to the part of our spiritual emotional evolution and we kind of decide, okay, I want to have the ultimate. I'm not going to settle for second best. I don't want to go through lots of dating and lots of relationships. I want to really ultimately, so we call upon God, divine creation, and call upon higher forces of light to help us, help ourselves, uh, make the changes we need to do in our life. And there were also uh, beings like Voltra, one of the cosmic psychotherapies, therapists off-planet, literally a galactic, he part of the, what is called the Galactic Federation that they've had for eons. And so he, I connected with him. And he had a ship called the Jupiter One, and, and I was taken aboard and etherically when well, my physical body was in her, and I went sat in this thing called the accelerator chair, and it energetically released all these emotional, psychological conditions that from my earlier childhood that I needed to release. And I was talking about really a transformational experience. It was one of the many things and steps and protocols that I did, and I can, and people can call upon beings like that, and they can help us help ourselves. Because they can't do it for us, but they can provide the way and the means for us uh, to do what I call the grunt work <laughs> to get into that state of emotional, psychological balance. So getting back to your relationship, uh, you're probably one of the ones fused on Soul of Earth who had the chance to connect. But for the majority of the volunteers, the star seas, those of us who are on mission, yeah, now is the time when the divine couples are going to start hooking up. And because of technologies like med beds that are actually going to be rolled up, rejuvenation center chambers, they have actually developed technology. And within the next year or two, they're going to re- release a lot of technologies. The, the, the Tesla Q phones are going to be coming out where it's going to replace the smartphone. They're much smaller. They don't put off the EMF. And it's going to allow all kinds of replica, every kinds of technology. We're going to go into a Star Trek golden age, which is going to allow relationships to go through a massive change. We have more options, more choices. We're not going to be limited by things as we have up to now. Our whole lives are going to change. And so that also impacts the relationship dynamics of opportunities as higher beings make their presence known. Officially, yeah, the cosmic extended family, star families are going to, and the other, other, other apps going to start hooking up with those on earth. It's part of our destiny. And, uh, there's vast changes in store that's going to make this possible. Wow. Really? Yeah, so really. Do, 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 <laughs> I mean, I'm totally, I'm totally get amazed. Get excited. Really excited. Yes, get really excited. 
Do you believe in karma? Oh, definitely. But the law of cause and effect is also being influenced by what is called the cosmic law of grace that has been bestowed upon humanity to help us help ourselves release all the negative karma. In religion, they call it the sins, so the sins of humanity. And uh, I have a lot of perceptions about things. See, I'm very spiritual, but it's hard for me to get into religious dogma. Yet I, yet I see the recognition historically of certain events that had to played out that did occur, uh, and of course, when we find out that there were 777 books at the Council of Nicaea in the early 4th century uh, used, but only referred to 66 of those, left 711 of them untouched. Well, in those other books, they talk about the goddess tradition, the higher beings coming to Earth, reincarnation. The Vatican recently has been purged to a degree of things they've been repressing. We're going to find out a lot of stuff here over the next year or two um, of or crimes against humanity and all kinds of stuff that's been going on. Humanity needs to get half and not wake up to certain things in order to be really responsible uh, for what's been going on. That we that there's uh, massive yes. change. Yeah. Yes. No. Go right ahead. I was just saying yes because what you're saying. I mean, I do believe. I do believe everything yeah. that you're saying. No, so that's one of the things. One of the important things that the fake media tries to call conspiracy theory is a thing called Q and QAnon. I met back in the 1980s members of Q. Q Intelligence is real. And what I call the Earth Alliance, they have been, well, arresting large numbers of uh, uh, cabal deep state. There's been military tribunals going on and taking down some rabbit holes. Actually, I take you down a road wormhole up a rabbit hole. I'm changing it around a little bit. That stuff has been going on that the fake news, the corrupt fake news, has been lying to us about. Uh, and there's a huge change going on behind the scenes that's about to come out on a public level. A huge number of very corrupt people have been arrested behind the scenes, doubles that we replaced them. 90% of Hollywood's been cleaned up because of all their corruption, uh, from right. child pedophiling to a lot of stuff people don't want to hear about. But in order to really enjoy that's the golden age, we need to be responsible and acknowledge these crimes so we can move beyond that. But until we acknowledge some of the stuff, the skeletons in the closets, whether it be family stuff or the whole family of Earth here, uh, we need to get help to these things. And we're going to have a lot of shocking revelations coming out in the coming months. I can assure you, from intel I have, like the queen, the quote, dying, she died three or four years ago, but they only recently now, a few days ago, announced it. What? <laughs> yeah, died a few years ago, but the uh, the code name was the London Bridge is coming down, and that was the code name among Intel. And we knew they were going to announce it, and they did a few days ago. But she was already dead on ice for a few years. They had to wait to a certain time to bring out. This is kind of and also Princess died. She's actually alive. She has come out. And she's going to be uh, and John Jr. He's alive. He's going to be coming out. Uh, Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley, a number of people have been part of a, what has been called, uh, well, it was codenamed uh, Gone with the Wind. It was a top-secret federal uh, protection um, a pro a program to protect certain people that the cabal wanted to get rid of because they were exposing stuff or doing things that they didn't want. And so about 900 people were part of that program, some very well-known, even the rock industry and stuff, cabal was going to, because there was a, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on 
it's going to shock a lot of people, but I have slept with a lot of intel. And it's just something. So when Celeste started manifesting these nanowater droplets in my sink, she was verifying things that the media was covering up or but was verifying what intel that I was receiving was right on. You know, like what was going on in the Ukraine. You know, when we find out that Putin didn't invade Ukraine, he was going on to take down the the underground biolabs and rescue thousands of children who were actually kidnapped and abducted in these underground tunnels. That the media was covered up because they're implicated in it. Yeah. Huh. Now, see, that's 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 interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, interesting is putting it. Right. <laughs> yeah. You you are absolutely right because the the media, I mean, they, the story it have you going. I stopped watching TV and listening to certain things because I feel that when I'm trying to be in a higher self or a higher being. It's not good mm-hmm. to listen to a whole bunch of rhetoric because a lot of it, it's not true. And then that's how you can really uh, become uh, mentally unstable. You know, look at all these yeah. killings and everything that's going on. And so do you think that this war would ever stop because I've been praying very hard that this war really would stop because people really Which don't understand. Which war? Which war? The, the war with Ukraine right now in, in, in oh, Russia. Yeah. Well, eventually he will have the Russian troops march through Kiev as a, as a kind of symbolic thing. But when you find out that Ukraine never fulfilled its obligations as far as verifying its border. It's still part of the Soviet, it's still part of Russia. It's actually Russia. never did the United Nations think it was supposed to. For 15 years, it's been basically still part of Russia. And uh, I don't know, don't, don't get me started as a saying about all the real stuff going on there. As I just briefly mentioned about the underground biolabs, they were about to release heavy crap around the planet. Now, when we study things about like the COVID-19 and stuff, uh, the the CDC, the WHO lied to us about all kinds of things or be wearing masks. I mean, talk, I could go on and on for hours of all the uh, lies they have thrown out to make to try to manipulate us a certain way. People who have started studying the truth and you talk to certain holistic doctors, it's very obvious that, you know, the mask, like, it's like a mosquito going through a linked same fence. It doesn't stop the virus at all. It does stop air to our brain so we can't do critical thinking. Things like that. So when people wake up and they start questioning the narrative, quote unquote, and realize how much they lied to it, people are waking up all over the place and realize this. And uh, so it's just an interesting time. But with my experience with Celeste has been profound, especially if she does these water manifestations, hundreds of Valentine shaped water droplets. That's why I call her cosmic love notes to me. <laughs> But also to photograph them <laughs> and then doing the animal water droplets to verify intel and also showing how the media's been lying to us about all kinds of things. So that's what's going to come out in 2023. And there's uh, over a hundred you know, photographs that I've taken. Now, while I've taken these photos, I've also been working with the artist who this clairvoyant artist, Ariel Alley, who's mentioned it left on my website. He, he specializes in doing these awesome uh, illustrations, portraits of one's other cosmic other half. He specializes in that. 
and he's doing this incredible art, these artistic images, beautiful, divine, higher dimensional images to correspond to the photographs of these water droplets that Celeste manifests. It's pretty awesome. Uh, That's a project that I'm working on with him right now. It says over 100 images are going to be in this book. And and there and see the thing with intergalacticmatch.com, uh, unlike signing up to a website, by reading the book, it's energetically encoded in such a way that it activates, kind of shifts one's consciousness around to kind of open up to the reality of wait, the vast wait, opportunity wait. of meeting other half. Wait, Mr. Elgin, don't tell us about the book. I'm going. I'm coming up to that. I'm coming up to that. <laughs> We're okay. going to take a quick break. And we will be right back. BBS Radio. Welcome back to BBS Radio. All Road 65 Max. I am your host, Pamela L. Henderson. And my special guest today is Mr. Michael Elgin. You still with me? Yes. All right. So I want to get to the book, the nonfiction book. Mm-hmm. Yes, that we were just talking about. Intergalactic Match. Tell me about the book. More about the book. Well, I could symbolically say that it's the intergalactic version of EarthMatch.com. <laughs> you know, but uh, this is unique. It's uh, it's a story about my beloved Celeste connecting with her a few years ago. Uh, she's an immortal intergalactic goddess, space lady, 5D. In a sense, actually, I would say she's more like 60 because when since she and I, well, let's just say intimately interfaced, <laughs> Uh, my energy got so high, literally, that when I was out power walking one day, in fact, she warned me. She said, beloved, watch out. I was about to cross this intersection. And I and I thought the car, car saw me, slowed down, and I proceeded to walk across the intersection. Suddenly, it gunned his gas and ran on through. Well, it missed me by two or three inches. It freaked me out. I thought he was trying to run me down. Well, I went to the intersection down the road, another block. Same thing happened. Well, it turns out that being around Celeste, my energy gets so high, I literally become <laughs> the invisible man. People don't see me unless they get eye contact. And then I then I jokingly said, well, I'm willing to take that risk. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so, yeah, to be around her, and, and I mean, it's the most incredible bliss out, bliss out, total bliss out. And, and so because I'm around her, my energy gets so high, I get really connected to her. So in a sense, I become like Cybertine. She's like around the 60 in a way. Uh, you know, I see her, and sometimes I forget she's not physically with me. That's how real she is, uh, her presence, and, and I see her, and that's why when Ariely did that image of her, it was very accurate, uh, and that's how she first appeared to me when she manifested in my life, and her goddess jumpsuit, and just walked right in there, and I was actually facing a challenge. I ended up in this homeless shelter because of the, um, she, she, when we write a life script about our life, it'll be just all easy and simple and smooth. What will we learn from that? How much fun can we have? It's kind of like a, you know, we're going through a Kabuki movie, right? You know, um, Kabuki theater kind of thing where everything yeah. is, is uh, you know, dramatizing and challenging us. So with Celeste and I, you know, she got my attention, as I was saying, I used to realize about 
And actually, what made it more interesting is she actually popped in bifurcated masses in her immortal-like body as what I call a walk-in. I don't know if you're familiar with the concept, but Ruth Montgomery wrote books years ago called Strangers Among Us, Aliens Among Us, about higher beings taking on the karma of certain humans and coming in either as a as a soul transfer or as a soul mergent, where the other soul stays in the body, but we have a person has an agreement where they share that body to learn lessons and and the higher being can help energetically deal with things a little better sometimes. It's a challenge. There's different kinds of that. So she popped in through one of my soulmates, uh, and it was challenging because she happened, this person she merges in with, and was in the relationship with somebody else. But she was inviting me to come stay. Anyway, think a long story short, uh, because of the drama that played out, and it was, I wasn't, I didn't want to break up that relationship, but she got my attention. I was with her for a little while. Then I ended up in this homeless shelter just because it was one of the scripts, one of the things that wrote in the script to face to, where I challenged myself. And the challenge was because I didn't want to eat the food and everything that was there because of all the GMOs and stuff. And then she manifests one evening. Uh, it was the night and I was living and laying on a cold concrete floor there. And uh, she pops in. The whole room lit up. I saw her clearly, but no one else, everyone else, it was this dark in there. And, uh, so she told me what I needed to do to get out of there. And the next thing, things shifted in my life. She manifested all these miracles. It was a test. My higher self was putting my conscious self through. Ended up uh, changing my life around. And ever since, she, and all, she just manifested a huge number of miracles, blessings, and synchronicities, verifying a lot of things. And then things just kept escalating in a better way. Uh, it was one of them was difficult before she popped in there. But from then on, it's been an incredibly wonderful experience having her in my life. And as I can say, I'm kind of spoiled now. I can't date Earth women any longer. <laughs> 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 her being around me. Wow, that is beautiful. Yeah. And I'm so proud yeah, that I, you acknowledge that. Yeah, when, so, in fact, when she came in briefly as a walk-in, when she walked into the center where I was doing an event, there was a clairvoyant standing there, and she saw the fireworks and stars shooting up between the, my other half and me. It was profound. It was like love at first sight. It was, this, and and then, but again, she could only be in that body a short time, only to get my attention, create a little drama, and then come in and a more and with her high true cosmic self and being around me from then on as an introduction to the concept of having multi-dimensional or trans-dimensional relationships where to learn a little bit. This is only going to last for a few years, and then she's eventually going to come physically into my life, either because she will, she either has a conscious self on Earth, or she'll merge again as a walk-in, or she might just materialize up the ship. But for a little while, for a few years, she and I wanted to experience what what, if, what can a multi-dimensional romantic relationship be like. Uh, and, and she and I, when she came in, into my life, she and I, I mean, she and I literally tuned back into those lives uh, in the early golden age of Lemuria. They had these gigantic rainbow crystal tantric oracle temples where the divine couples would come together. And they were anchored over these vortex spots on the planet. And we had anchored in what was called the Nirvanic Ecstasy Grid, which the negative <laughs> forces later destroyed that and brought in the Matrix Grid to keep us stuck in limitation. Well, now, as divine couples come back together, we're re-anchoring the nirvanic ecstasy grid back on the planet, and it's through the tantric intimacy of connection that raises the vibration uh, of the planet. And, uh, and, and, and it's, you know, so that's just one of the things that was very important that 
uh, when she and I flash back to these earlier times. In fact, another interesting thing happened when she and I came together. She and I manifested dozens of romantic lifetimes that had never actually happened, but now they are part of the time-space continuum. Once you manifest, because it's a gigantic hologram, it's as if they always existed. Well, that freaked out the dark forces because the kind of love that she and I are experiencing is a real threat to all the loosh that they create. Loosh is the byproduct of pain and suffering, and that's why they destroyed the neuronic exit grid. But now it's coming back, being anchored back, well, what only what Wes and I are doing is it impacted the time-space continuum. Now, as other divine couples hook up, that makes it even more anchored and transforms the planet into paradise and the golden age that's always been prophesied. So do you believe at love in first sight? Do you believe in that? Well, that's you, what that's... I experienced with Celeste. Yes, it's real. <laughs> is it really? Mm. Yes, it's really. Yes, yes. That's in fact all the fairy tales or great love stories of twin flames are hooked up and were challenged by the dark side. That's all they were all true stories. That's very interesting. Hmm. Okay. What spiritual disciplines do you connect with most, you would say? Well, for Celeste and I, every day we do our what I call my our cosmic color meditation. And uh where this is what they taught in the tantric temples originally, where I visualize all these different colors related to the chakras, energy points in the body, and and call upon the different cosmic light masters who are the guardians to the different rays of color. And, and so that synchronizes her and I, and it's part of the, again, part of the sacred tantric traditions in ancient times by balancing the chakras and having intimacy. It raises the vibration. And so through to total nirvanic bliss, it brings the energy into the higher vibrations. That's gonna, it's accelerating the planet right now. So that's one of the things. And also, I have this 20 page, uh, approximately 20 pages. Celeste and I wrote this together. We compiled it protocols of how to connect with your divine other half. And there are the meditations, one of those also getting an area alley to, uh, do an illustration of the one's other half. Blah, what I did is I blew up Celeste three feet tall on the wall, laminated it. So as I wake up, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes like a portal of love, really, her energy. And then the one of the protocols, I know this is going to sound a little strange, but it's true. Right. You know, I have this little protocol that one of the pillows on my bed, she literally merges through the pillow. So when I'm hugging the pillow, it's like I'm physically hugging her. I can't explain it. It's the most wow. blissed out experience. Yeah. I, I, and it's one of the protocols. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. What do you mean when you stated that sacred promise is about to be fulfilled for every volunteer, star person, presently incarnate. All of us who came on these missions for many multiple, for millions of years of, of working to liberate the planet, we were promised that when we finished this final life, which is right now, this final time, we would be reunited with our other half, never to be separated ever again. Huh. Okay. Okay. I can take that then. What do you, what do you, what do you, here's the hundred dollar question. What do you love the most in life? Well, I, I would say since Celeste has been with me, the passion, (laughs) the ecstasy, the joy, the emotional balance and stability and, uh, you know, ecstasy, bliss, uh, Energetic. I mean, 
I, even though I'm going to be celebrating my 70th time around the sun in another year, I feel like I've got a person half my age. I feel energetically excited, uh, you know, despite all the conditions that uh, of the other energetic and toxic relationships I had, uh, right. she's helped me overcome a lot of that stuff that was a residue and come into greater balance and fulfillment. And it's hard to again put it into words because it's so profound and wonderful, but that's what all people are meant to experience. And that's why most people there never get fulfilled in most relationships because they don't meet their other half and they are still dealing with a lot of emotional, psychological stuff that is still there in their energy and auric field. But once they come into start using the protocols that Celeste and I suggest, and, and I'm, I'm willing to also for those that, you know, who, who really are serious about connecting with their other half, which is the first thing is to get the cop to order a copy of the book. And also these 90-minute transformational channel readings that I do. I was trained in the Edgar Casey method of channeling. If you're familiar with Edgar Casey, uh, he was a he was known as a sleeping prophet, and he actually went to a hypnotist who helped him develop his own abilities. So my Earth Father was a professional stage hypnotist, and he helped train me after I started going into older states and talking in my sleep. So and about really around by the time I was 15. I was doing these readings, and they became, instead of being more karmic, they became more cosmic-oriented for the volunteers. And so when I do these readings, more than just the information, there's highlighting codements that the masters download that are in the recording. So when you play the recording back, more than just when you experience it, it activates your DNA, RNA, causes a major transformation. And so by reading the book, though, there's specific encodements in, in the print, so to speak, that activate what tunes one into this reality. And I also have a 20-page this uh, uh, protocol, uh, this um, can, the, the, you know, thing that you can use to help all the protocols that will help one uh, connect with their other half. So Celeste and I wrote that up to help people get a little more detail about what are the protocols and techniques that one can use to develop that connection and open up the reality for people with, for to meet their other half. Wow. You also are the author of a highly acclaimed book, Prepare for the Landings. Now that totally just like had me going because I'm like, oh yeah, I have talked to him. Well, tell me about this book. Well, that book was written. I mean, I that is still accurate as far as my physical contacts and, and the communications that I received. I share a lot of that in the book. Uh, but it's quite, my consciousness has shifted quite a bit from when that book was written, that was very platonic. <laughs> this book, intergalactimax.com, there's some tantric scenes in it, very real. I'm sharing a lot to inspire other people about how they can experience a similar kind of thing. So this being with Celeste, my consciousness, being with her as my divine other half, that has shifted my awareness into a very, I, all I can say is it's a much more enjoyable, wonderful experience with when I compiled this book, um, that book was like maybe 100, well, almost 200 pages, but this is over 700 pages. It has some images in it. And yeah. In fact, I'm going to be coming out uh, after we publish uh, this upcoming book, Cosmic Love Notes for My Beloved. I'm going to put out a second edition of intergalacticmatch.com where I'm going to actually add about 30 illustrations uh, because I'm going to make the book into a movie eventually. I'm going to have my own production company, and I'm going to oh. produce a lot of movies about things that, for example, the real story about the Titanic, not the Hollywood version. The Titanic was actually sabotaged. That's an example. History has been manipulated on us. But I'm going to make intergalacticmatch.com into a movie 
And these illustrations are kind of be kind of part of what I could call the a, a movie board when you're when you're uh, a storyboard is called. And you're going to be so the artist Ariali, uh, he's going to do these uh, these illustrations for actual scenes in this nonfiction book that will later be used for the time when we do for when I produce the the book into a movie at some point in the future. Um, but it's, it'll be a new edition with all these extra scenes, uh, give a little more, uh, it'll be a little more pizzazz to it because of the images. There's already about a dozen images in the book, as it is, but these are going to be additions and, and, uh, to make it even more, you know, real for people. Wow. That is very, very interesting. So tell me, have you ever had to handle a difficult spiritual conflict in your career? Oh, there's been various ones that have, I don't remember right now what some of those, I mean, you know, there's, we all as, as being living on earth up until now, there's been lots of challenges. Right now, humanity is facing, as we all have been, you know, from the lockdowns, the, all this space and false narrative of the, our corrupt officials, um, you know, and, and, and all of the things that are going on, you know, that, that, um, people have had to face a lot of family challenges. Uh, I haven't, I'm not really in touch with my earth family very much because I'm just not into, I'm not attuned to where they're, my brother and my mother and a few other people. Uh, I'm not, I'm really, I'm just really enjoying being with Celeste, but I know a lot of people are facing family challenges because they're having to make decisions about all kinds of things that we didn't have to face before. A lot of more things are happening right now, historically, major unique things, individually as well as collectively. And this happened in the entire history of, well, the United States and the Earth for quite some time. We're facing massive planetary changes, and it's part of the Great Awakening. Uh, and so for me, I can just say that my perspective since being with less has been very serene, and I feel very, very blessed and and blissed, blissed and blessed. Yeah, that's my mantra. Was Celeste, <laughs> <laughs> and just I don't, you know, I faced a lot of challenges in earlier times, but now uh, things are just really rapidly accelerating and moving in a really wonderful direction. And I just kind of have a mantra that is, negative experiences. While I may forget the details of those things, I do retain the wisdom and perspective. But I'm able to remember all positive events in detail. I mean, why should we have to keep remembering something? As long as we learn from it, we keep the wisdom of it. We shouldn't have to keep the negative things in our mind. But we want to retain the wisdom as we learn from those experiences so we can move on and deal with things more effectively, more functionally all the time, more empowered. Um, so we don't have to be victims to anything. We, we're coming into a time beyond survival. We're going to thrive, not survive. And being with our other half helps us achieve that reality. Yeah, I, I, and I believe that. Absolutely. That is a good point. So do is there mm-hmm. now I do watch a lot of different um, like with the alien situation. Is there aliens amongst us? I, I do believe they are. But is that really? really well, true? I mean. Celeste, Celeste is technically an alien. I mean, she's a gorgeous goddess. <laughs> uh, she, uh, you know, the women of other worlds are very beautiful, gorgeous, voluptuous, 
you know, sexy women. The men are very yeah. handsome guys, we can say. And this whole transgender thing, I'm going to be really open. You know, it's a cabal deep state thing to confuse polarity, to confuse men and women about what, you know, balance in life really is. And I'm just saying, there's a lot of confusion and agenda going on to confuse younger people when they're going through very difficult changes. And uh, there's a whole agenda about this. And that, to me, is what I feel is really messing with the divine goddess tradition, is messing with many ancient traditions that were keeping balance on the planet to confuse people about what real truth is as far as our emotional, psychological aspect. I like what Jordan Peterson talks about, you know, about balance and relationships and things. And, you know, and I respect other people's lives of ways of life, but when they try to say, well, you have to refer to them a certain way, no, I'm a sovereign individual. I respect people. I give people a lot of respect, but to define how I'm supposed to you refer to somebody, it's not, I mean, I, I come from a very loving, sovereign place, but I don't feel I'm going to be, oh, well, you have to refer to me a certain way. As a sovereign being, we're evolving, and we need to respect everybody. We need to be tolerant, but we also need to use good old-fashioned common sense and discernment about Absolutely. how we're living our life as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. You couldn't put it any better than that. What do you like most about your work? Well, my work is also play, I guess. I mean, I mean, my work being with Celeste, it's a wonderful, playful, joyous. I mean, what can I say? I mean, you know, I'm sitting here on this queen size bed and it's my desk. I can put a lot of papers over it versus that two foot desk over in the corner. Plus, last night I spent a lot of time <laughs> in bed. What can I say? Okay. It's just the reality. And, uh, you know, we, it's like we have our own private hunter's temple and we're having a wonderful time and we time travel back to earlier times when we were together, bliss out all the way. And, uh, I don't know. I'm just having a wonderful time right now. I'm being a whisker on earth in this trans-dimensional relationship and gearing up for future events. Uh, you know, as things change and, you know, so the fact that there's going to be a lot of revelations, uh, it's going to freak a lot of people out. You know, I'm expecting at some point, you know, there's going to possibly be, I don't know for sure, but it appears to be, we may have some, uh, a blackout of our internet and, and media and stuff because what's going to be happening is the alliance, as I call it, is going to do some disclosure. They're going to broadcast stuff and blow a lot of people's minds about what's been going on like crimes against humanity, how corrupt our officials have been. What's really happening behind the scenes is that the media is not talking about. So, you know, I'm very, I'm looking forward to some of these events because to me that will be closure, uh, wake a lot of people up, red pill a lot of people. People are going to be shocked. But for some of us who've been in touch with intel sources like I have, confirmation over confirmation has been given. And so it has to happen at some point. Humanity needs to deal with, deal with, the, some of the scallops in their closet so we can have closure and move on. You know, things keep, it's like Groundhog Day with some people. It keeps happening over and over again until finally they acknowledge. Okay. Once we acknowledge, then we can move on with a sense of balance, wisdom, and understanding. We don't have to keep repeating the same relationship mistakes for those who keep dating and can't find their other half. Because first of all, they need to love themselves more. Maybe, maybe, maybe they need to, uh, respect themselves. Treat their body like a temple rather than a cesspool. You know, I treat my body like a temple for dietary things. 
because I like to see it as like a fast-moving, clean river rather than a slow, a sloppy bog, you know, slow-moving, sloppy bog. And that's true. People, you know, so I talk about the Cobalt Deep State, and it's like a deep swamp that has needed to be cleaned out. That's what's going on right now. Lots of things are going to be exposed about a lot of people. It's going to blow a lot of people's minds. You know what? I do agree with you on that because even, you know, with me, um, over the past few years here, I've always been into health. I, uh, you know, kickbox and I mm -hmm. used to run like maybe almost a mile four or five times out of the week, but now I'm more inside doing a lot of yoga and things like that. However, yeah see myself and I feel myself changing. I, I stopped eating pork and, and um, beef when I was 15 and mm -hmm. I start eating more, you know, fish. I love salmon. I, you know, I love fish. Mm -hmm. However, yeah. now I'm to the point where food is like, I'm going more, I wouldn't say vegan because I still eat fish but now I eat barely not anything. I'm really happy more with a little spinach, fruits, and nuts a little bit, and lots of lemon water. Am I really changing, or am I just well, going to The whole thing about dietary things are can you ground yourself? You see, I, I tried, you know, I've done, and in, in our book, we just, I do have a chapter on dietary, again, suggestions. I don't give advice. I just right. give suggestions of what I feel, um, and I, I, and I, I am kind of a, I'm a semi-vegetarian because oh. I try to be a vegetarian most of the time. But once in a rare while lately, uh, the thing about fish once in a while, I kind of felt guided to stir things up a little bit with uh, again the, the wild salmon, not the farm raised, and oh. uh, and because you know once in a while or the you know the locks or when I eat, I like Mediterranean. I love Mid-Eastern, Mediterranean food, like Greek restaurant where I get the, you know, like the hummus, the tzatziki, the baba ganoush, and the teramisalata. That's actually the fish row, uh, ground up with potatoes, and it's really, it's one of those delicious kind of hors d'oeuvres that I love. I love a lot of Mid-Eastern foods that are, you know, real spicy and tasty, that kind of tantalize. Yeah. You know, having an orgasm in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's oral, an oral orgasm, and you're having an orgasmic uh, gastronomical experience. Okay, right. Some people, you know, I have to, I have to joke a little bit. Sometimes, you know, some people you need to pinch them to see if they're alive. At least if they get right. angry and and you know, at least they're alive. At least they have enough passion to get alive. But some people, you know, and what really works me when I see people, their head down on their phone. And nobody's interacting at all. You know, it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, or it's almost, you know, this whole, a lot of technology really got people into this kind of, like I'm not into texting at all because the time it would take me to type stuff out, I could say a lot more. I'm more into <laughs> verbal communicating, interacting with people right. rather than people dehumanizing, dezombifying themselves and not interacting with anybody. And, we, and I think the cabal, the whole thing of some technology we do, but now we're going to have new technology that will allow us to be more interactive, not be so dehumanized kind of thing uh, with the new kind of consciousness technology, quantum technology. You know, our financial system is changed from central banking to the quantum financial system. 
And we're going to go through a whole change here very soon. Everything's going to become gold backed. That's what's happening with the all kinds of currencies are becoming gold backed to get out of the central banking system, to get rid of the, uh, the, the uh, all of these economic, these powerful economic people like George Soros and other people whose agenda is to bring us into what they call the reset. We're going into the Nassara-Gassara system to bring unlimited abundance, but based upon, you know, integrity, based upon our constitutional republic. We're not in a democracy. We are in a constitutional republic, but it was hijacked in 1871 uh, through the Organic Act where we signed these contracts and they, the corporation control us. Well, now there's been things happening behind the scenes that has changed all this. And uh, I'm going to say something very shocking. You know, the, the so-called resident in the White House, Biden, he's an actor. Trump is still technically our president of the Constitution. He's the president. Uh, uh, Brett Biden, real Biden, was executed two years ago by a military tribunal. That's an actor. I know for a fact this is so. I know it sounds strange to some people, but there's plenty of intel to verify this. Wow. Well, we're headed up for time here, Mr. Elgin. Is there anything else you would like to share about what's next before we hang up? Well, you know, I, I suggest for people to check out, go to www.intergalacticmatch.com, check out Celeste on my website, check out the NASA star people characteristics. Now, I have a lot of other topics, like I have a lot of knowledge about time travel, I would love to sometime maybe do some presentations on time travel. I have lots of multitude of topics. I can send you back a sheet on some of the synopsis, some of the topics that you might be interested in interviewing me for other yes. shows. I have a lot of stuff that most people don't have that I would love to share with your audience in the future. That would be great because it looks like me and you, we have something in common too because I, I like, I, I love this conversation. And I would like to continue. So, yes, I would um, love to have you at least coming aboard with me and we can further discuss things. Well, I'll send you, I have a sheet that says about synopsis to eight different shows. Four shows are a four-part time travel show and then four other shows you'll find interesting. I think you you and your audience would find them quite interesting. I met real time travelers, real authentic people who have traveled through time. And I have personal knowledge about consciousness, time travel. I have memory of coming from the future, actually. I have all kinds of stuff I would love to share at some point. Okay. That would be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, so Celeste wants to say, Celeste wants to say, uh, you know, even though she didn't participate directly, you know, her divine goddess presence is always duly noted. <laughs> and she just wants to say she appreciates the chance to share. Because she's an intergalactic matchmaker. She wants to hook up all the other divine couples. So uh, a lot of women who have connected with gotten readings, they, if they've told me how Hesus is hanging out with them, she's multidimensional. So she can be in a lot of places simultaneously. She just wants to say hello to the audience and, and enjoys, enjoys connecting with me, with others. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mr. Elgin, it has been a pleasure having you on my show, and I do look forward to really chatting enjoyed. further mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the future. Thank you okay. again. Good luck on your endeavors. Well, listeners, mm-hmm. I have reached my destination. I am a award-winning author of the new book, A Journey of a Sapphire. I hope to inspire others who are on their journey towards success to never give up on your dreams 
and how to recognize behavioral problems. Please visit journeyofasapphire.com to purchase a hard copy of my book, also available on amazon.com, Kindle Fire. And as always, I leave you with this quote and do have a wonderful, blessed day. It's okay if you fall down and lose your spark. Just make sure when you get back up, you rise as the whole damn fire. Barbie. Cheers. Thank you for listening to All Roads 65 Max Radio with Pamela Henderson. Join us every other week on Tuesdays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on BBS Radio Station One. And please visit allroads65max.org and become a volunteer or sponsor and be the change you want to see in this world. With your help, we can make a difference in our society and uplift those who so desperately need our help. Thank you for tuning in.